0: transform your home and make space for more fulfillment and joy get personalized help with transforming your home from a nationally recognized professional organizer are you ready to commit to making a lasting change presenting the clear space clear mind virtual organizing sessions simply visit www.barbiejo.com to book your session today Hey, this is Barbie Jo, and you are listening to Don't Get Lost in the Laundry. This is a show for busy moms and families where we talk about household order and function. We'll discuss tricks of the trade and systems to improve family life and managing a household. Hello, everyone. Barbie Jo here, and welcome to another episode of Don't Get Lost in the Laundry. We all know that yo yo dieting results in frustration and a lack of belief, as well as reduced self-confidence and self-efficacy. But the secret is, extra weight is usually a symptom of an out-of-balance life. Today, we're going to talk about wellness and chocolate, and we're going to learn exactly how to rebalance our lives or create one that you love so food is no longer the best part of your day. I want to introduce you to Katie. She holds a master's degree in community health education and is a certified health education specialist, along with being a busy mom of eight who homeschools. She's amazing. Welcome to the show, Katie. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got to where you are today. Oh,
1: thank you so much. Like you said, yes, I homeschool and we have eight children, but I actually, I started on this journey because I pretty much Always struggled with my weight, even from I, I remember being in middle school and, you know, getting teased in school for my weight and how I looked and my parents sending me to weight trimmers <laughs> to to you know, I, I guess it's kind of like Weight Watchers, but called weight trimmers. It was frustrating for me because I just didn't I I didn't understand what was wrong. I just felt flawed. And, you know, of course, I just carried that with me for years and years. And I found myself 70 pounds overweight after having my seventh child. And a friend of mine ran and participated in an Ironman competition. And I don't know how familiar you are with them, but... You swim for over two miles, then you bike for a, I think it's a hundred and ten miles. Whoa! Yeah, and then you run a full marathon, and you have to do it within a specific amount of time, like within a day, or you, know, or oh, wow. within like maybe eighteen hours. It's an insane achievement. It's like a super, really, really amazing achievement. So my friend did this, and I was so excited for her, but then the very next emotion that I noticed that came up for me was jealousy. And I'm not typically a jealous person, but you know, I had just had another baby, my seventh and I homeschool and I love my life, but I was just kind of feeling like definitely not, not comfortable in my own skin. Not, you know, at the time I really didn't even own my own hairbrush. I would grab my daughter's hairbrush and just brush my hair real quick and throw it up in a ponytail. So there was, my life was definitely out of balance. And that feeling of jealousy it was unusual for me but what i noticed and and what i had learned was that feeling of jealousy was almost like a red flag for me because it was my body telling or my mind really telling me you're jealous because not really because of her achievement but because you're not you're not living the life you want to be living or fulfilling maybe needs that you have that are not being met right and so my jealousy like my thought was well it must be nice to have all that time to go train for something like this right which is an ugly thought even i felt terrible for even having it but really it was an indication that i was not taking any time for any sort of self care and it was a re- and it was resulting as extra weight on my body right there was uh, there were 70 pounds on me extra that you know i didn't feel comfortable in my own skin anymore and so um before I had learned to pay attention to what my thoughts were and and how they were linking to my emotions, the very next emotion I would have felt after I felt jealousy, rather than sitting with it and starting to understand, like, why do I even feel jealous? Like, that's not okay. You know, what's wrong with me that I'm feeling this way? I would immediately feel guilty. And I'd think like, oh, what a terrible friend I am. You know, good friends don't feel jealous of their friends' achievements. But I allowed myself to sit there and actually think like, and instead of reacting to that feeling of jealousy by running to the kitchen and grabbing a fistful of chocolate chips to make myself feel better, I started to learn to identify like, what's really lacking here? Like, what is that feeling coming from? And that was the really kind of like the starting point for me to, to become emotionally aware of, you know, I'm, I'm overeating and I'm, and I have this extra weight on my body because there's just other needs I have that I'm not meeting and I'm filling them up with food instead of the needs that I actually have. So that was really the starting point for me. And once I learned that and then started paying attention to uh, the areas of my life where all of a sudden I felt hungry, I was able to do what I did when I realized I was feeling jealous and be like, huh, I wonder wonder what's going on in this situation. Like, why do I suddenly feel like I need to eat, you know, and, and by learning that and actually stopping and paying attention, um, not dieting, but just being able to start to recognize what was going on inside my brain, I was able to lose over 60 pounds. Like just making those small changes and just questioning, like, wait, why do I feel like this? Like, what's going on here? Why do I, why do I feel like I need to go grab those chocolate chips? Or why do I need to have that huge, um, you know, bowl of animal crackers once the kids go to bed at night? Like, what, what, what am I trying to compensate for? And once I found and figured that out, the weight came off. Mm, interesting. There was no deprivation. There was no punishment. There was no like self-loathing. It was from a place of like, I'm going to start to understand myself better so that I can respond appropriately to what's lacking in my life without needing food to do it. And that is really the foundation of of what I do and what I teach other women too. So if if a woman has constantly yo yo dieted, you know, diets are really a band aid um, because you can follow it. And I think every diet works to some degree, right? You eat less and you move more, and um, you'll eventually lose weight. But what happens is life happens, and um, we we start to you know maybe we put the diet to the side or we you know we make ourselves feel better by grabbing. You know whatever comfort food is our go to default comfort food, and um you know you do that often enough, you have this black and white thinking all of a sudden the you know the diet is out the window, and then you tend to gain back whatever you lost plus more because you know you're you're in that mindset of like I'm either on a diet or I'm off a diet, and then you wind up gaining more weight than you had actually lost in the first place and and then this just cycle just kind of continues to go so. What I try to do is get down to the root of why the weight is even there in the first place, and then we work on that. And then we try to just making a few small tweaks in in um, the people's lives, they're able to make massive
0: changes and and
1: start living a life that they actually love.
0: Oh my gosh, I love this. I have someone very close to me who is constantly struggling with weight and thinks that you know she always has to be on a diet. You're absolutely right that she thinks that's the only way. She can be healthy or, you know, physically in check is if she's on a diet and basically putting herself through torture and mental anguish. Right. And you know, I noticed too that if you ever get a group
1: of women together, they may talk, make especially small talk. They'll they'll talk about things that are going on in their lives, but eventually at some point, it always reverts back to what diet they're on you know, and Ugh, now yes. that I know this, right. <laughs> and now that I know this, I'm like, stop, just stop and listen, listen, let me tell you some stuff. Like I can help you and you don't have to diet and give up carbs or give up, you know, like your stuff. We'll just, we'll, we there's a place for everything, but we'll just have to put it in the right perspective first. And, you know, you could live a life you love without really having to feel miserable about it too. So I think it's a cultural thing too, where women just feel like, mm-hmm. okay, we have to get together. And
0: then it's really a, a normal topic of conversation. It really truly is. You know, it wasn't until, you know, I just barely turned 40 that I was able to just kind of let go of that, that I don't have mm-hmm. to be constantly striving to be a certain mold or to fit a certain mold. And that I can just be happy right now as I am in this present moment and enjoy the way I am. Absolutely. And it's so freeing. Because then you can experience
1: like, you know, like family holidays, you know, either, you know, you feel stressed or, you know, there's like usually one extreme or the other. So if you're on a diet and it's a holiday, you know, maybe you don't enjoy the holiday as much, you know, maybe you have a favorite aunt who makes something really amazing, but now you're on a diet and that food isn't on your diet plan. So you can't eat it. And it's just, you know, you're not able to really just Live as fully as you'd like. Or there's the other extreme where it's like, oh, forget the diet. I'm going to just eat everything. And then you wind up going crazy because, you know, it's like, well, I don't know when I'm going to let myself do this again. And so you wind up going way overboard, right? It's this like extremes. And so what I love to do is like, you know what? You know, Thanksgiving's coming or you know, the holidays are coming or whatever. Like plan ahead and think about, okay, what do I really enjoy? What would make this you know, be an enjoyable celebration that I could actually enjoy. And you plan it. So there's no drama, right? Like, Oh, my aunt B, she makes the best pumpkin pie. And so you plan it, plan, I'm going to have pumpkin pie on this, on this holiday or whatever. And then when you have it, don't gobble it, like taste it, savor it, enjoy it. But then like, move on, right? Like don't obsess about it. Go spend time with your friends and family. Like that is the focus of the event that you're at, not the food, you
0: know? So don't get wrapped up in the guilt, but enjoy it, right? Oh my gosh. Yes. 100%. I love that. So tell me, what are three things that you would tell us right now that we could do to start losing weight? So
1: easy. Okay.
0: The first thing that you want to do (laughs) is just start.
1: And it's it really is. It's so, so easy. So number one, get a piece of paper or like a little journal or something, right? And then just start planning out what you're going to eat 24 hours ahead of time. And now there's a lot of brain science behind all that, (laughs) but... Basically, in a very succinct nutshell, you want to plan for your future self using your prefrontal cortex, which is the region of your brain that is, uh, it it plans for your future. It thinks of your values and your goals. Um, You know, so like when you are planning ahead of time what you're going to be eat, that's the part of your brain that you're using. So that's what you want to do. And then you want to stick to it. So say right now it's one o'clock, right? Like So say tomorrow after breakfast, You're going to write down what you're going to have to eat the next day You know everything that you want to eat and then stick to that So now the second thing is once you have it's that day that you planned out and say You suddenly find yourself hungry and you want something you're really craving something But it's not on your food plan. You didn't plan for it You just want it right, but you didn't plan for it So the next thing you're going to do is you're just going to get curious You're going to ask yourself like well my you know I used that prefrontal cortex. I considered what I want to eat. I planned it ahead right from that the place in my mind that that has my goals in mind. So what I'm thinking right now and what I'm craving right now doesn't have my goals in mind. So let me figure out what, what's going on, right? Like you're using what's called the limbic system, which is a reactionary part of your brain, which it it, it wants. Um I always kind of call it like your drunk uncle. Like he just wants <laughs> to be satisfied yeah you know, like he just um or if you're into Brooklyn Nine Nine, like the Jake Peralta, like he's just goofy and he just like doesn't really think of the future. It's just reactionary right away, right? Okay. So what you wanna do is sit with whatever whatever craving you're having, just know you're not going to die if you don't answer it. Like your brain might tell you, like, Oh my goodness, you might die if you don't go have this right now. Like you you know, your brain is kind of there to keep you safe and keep you alive so it's going to tell you all kinds of drama <laughs> around this but you could just say you know i didn't plan this and and when i when i say make your food plan like it do, does not have to be very drastic right like plan your meals um but i'm not saying like have it like a reduced diet or anything really strict or ridiculous right just like something that you know and if I, if you're like me, you know like how your body works and how you feel when you're eating well and you feel nourished and the food you're eating like just jives with the way your body is. That's kind of what I want you to go to when you're planning your meals. Like think of how you feel your best and what what you eat makes you feel your best. Okay, so I don't want you to plan out like breakfast. You know, thirty ounces of water and then that's it, right? And so you find yourself starving the next day when you're eating. Like I want you to really think about. What's going to make me feel nourished? What's going to energize me? What's going to, uh, you know, what do I like? What do I enjoy the taste of? But then, you know, stick to that. So you're coming from a place of love. Like, how can I really take care of, tomorrow's version of myself and really love her and really take care of her. And I'm going to make the best food choices for her, right? Like that's what I want you to think of when you're planning 24 hours ahead of time. So then when you're in the moment and it's the next day and you're like, no, I really wanted that chocolate or I really wanted that ice cream sundae or those fries. And this is not fair, right? What I want you to do is sit with that and figure out like, why do you want it so bad? Like what is coming up for you? What's in your uh, mind right now that's making this so difficult and sit with that emotion and try to figure it out. Get Use it as an opportunity to get to know yourself better because that will give you information. So like for me, when I was feeling jealous of, of my friend that did the Ironman competition, my go-to would have been because my brain never wants me to feel uncomfortable or upset, right? So my brain will automatically say, hey, go grab a handful of chocolate chips. You know, like you'll totally feel better. It'll distract you. You know, you should really go do that, right? And so I would. I wouldn't take the time to to pay attention to my thoughts. I would just go do whatever I thought would be the next best thing to do. So now what I'm challenging to do though is if you wanted to eat off your food journal plan that you made is figure out why you want to. Like how come you're not supporting yourself when just yesterday You really made this food plan from love. And why aren't you willing to support yourself right in the moment and figure out what's coming up? Maybe you feel stressed. Are you feeling overwhelmed? Are you really tired? Are you feeling anxious about something? Like Try to pay attention to what's coming up for you rather than answering with with food, pay attention to that. And then the last thing is once you notice that, Um, what I have, what's called a joy jar, and I call them splashes of joy. So if you can imagine just a clear glass jar, and it could be like a mason jar or anything. And then I have these little glass beads that I got at Michael's. And again, this concept is based on science as well. This was done as a smoking cessation program, and it was based, it's called uh, ride the wave um so there's um some psychology uh, and this is science backed by that but basically what you want to do is every time you have those cravings and those um desires but uh, to eat that are not in your food journal I want you to sit with that emotion and really start to pay attention to what's coming up for you. And then every ten to fifteen minutes, that you don't go ahead and give in to whatever food it is that is not on your food plan that you really are desiring to eat, go ahead and give yourself a splash of joy. And by the time you get to one hundred splashes of joy, which may take depending on on um, you know how. How you are, uh, it could take a week. It could take a month, but that those hundred splashes of joy in that joy jar represent calories that you did not eat. But it also represents your ability now to kind of direct your brain and create a new neural pathway in your brain that says, you know, I don't have to just do whatever I feel like I have to do, right? Like I can make a plan and I am capable of sticking to it. I'm capable of thinking of my future self and the goal I want to hit. And I am. And in that is what builds that self-efficacy and that self-control. And also you can build your self-confidence just with those three things. So real quick, so you would one, just write out 24 hours ahead of time what you're going to eat from a place of love and nourishing food that you love, right? And then the second thing would be when you have a desire or a craving to eat off the plan that you created, you're going to sit down and pay attention to it. So initially it might take a while or you might be like, oh, I don't want to spend so much time thinking about this, but I encourage you to do it because this is where the work happens so that you're not yo-yo dieting for the rest of your life, right? Like you got to figure this part out. And then the third part is go ahead and give yourself those splashes of joy because each splash of joy represents calories you're not eating, and it's like almost a little splash of confidence you're giving yourself. And you're literally changing neural pathways in your brain, right? And you're building your self confidence. So it's really, it's a great visual tool for you to be able to see, like, okay, I'm doing this work, and um, you know, I have more power than I thought I did.
0: Create a vibrant and happy life. Create room to breathe by alleviating the stress and overwhelm brought on by clutter and disorder so you can have a beautiful and peaceful home to enjoy. Now presenting Super Powered Mom Coaching, where we've married my background in professional organizing and my certification in life coaching to give you one-on-one personal coaching for you and your home. Six months to master yourself and your space is what our program is all about. Simply go to barbiejoe.com and take our complimentary assessment to see if we can help you simplify yourself and space. These are great new ways to look at reaching your goals, which I think is awesome. So in doing this and adapting this new system, why do you think is a community so important? And how does it affect our health and well-being?
1: Well, they say that you are, um, let's see, I think it's like the result of the top five people that you spend time with, mm-hmm. right? Yep, yeah. <laughs> and so if you have other people around you that are also doing this work, they could be sharing insights with you. They could say like, oh, you know, I struggle with this. And maybe it's not something you struggle with. Or it could be like, you know, I didn't even realize, but that comes up for me all the time. Or they could be sharing solutions with you that you may never have even thought of, right? So one thing for me, my husband works in New York City and we live in Pennsylvania. So he commutes through two states every day. So not only do I have eight kids that I homeschool, so they're home all the time, but my husband's gone about 15 hours a day. And I wow. would feel, like, right, yeah, and I was overwhelmed. And right around four o'clock every day, I would feel like this four o'clock slump and, and, and like the... The volume of the house would get turned up, right? Everybody kind of gets a little crazy at four o'clock for some reason around here. And then I would feel like a bad mom because, like, I wanted this many kids. I wanted, like, I created a life I love, but I still felt a bit overwhelmed. And that would make me feel guilty. Like, oh man, why do I feel overwhelmed? Good moms don't feel overwhelmed, right? Like, this is the story I would tell myself. So then my go to default was, let me go grab some some chocolate chips. I would always grab a handful of chocolate chips, right? And it was just enough sweetness to distract me. It would make me feel better. And I would kind of like plod along till dinner and then putting the kids to bed. And then I would reward myself again with either some form of chocolate, a cup of tea or some cookies or something, right? Like it was like, oh, I need this reward. So rather than beating myself up for feeling overwhelmed of being like, yeah, this is overwhelming. Of course it is. I have eight kids. I'm alone most of the time. I also am homeschooling. Like, yes, of course you're overwhelmed. Like, but that's okay. Let's think what else could you do at four o'clock besides eat the chocolate that would help you feel better. And that would help you feel just as relaxed, just as happy as the eating chocolate would but that would actually support the health goals that you have of losing weight. So what I did was I got to know my personality a little bit better. And I realized, you know, I love learning. I love science. I really enjoy learning new things. So what I decided to do was every day at four o'clock, I take the kids and we head outside. I have a um a circular driveway. So I would let them the kids ride their bikes in the driveway and I would put a podcast on and I would literally just walk around my driveway in a circle, but I would listen to a podcast, the kids would be playing, I'd be outside in the fresh air, getting some sunshine but I would be learning something through the podcast and I'd be walking, I'd be moving my body. So naturally I'd have endorphins being released. I'd be feeling better about myself. Um, you know, I wasn't eating all those extra calories from having that chocolate at that time of day. And I was feeling rejuvenated and refreshed just by changing that one activity. Right. And that small tweak, which, and it, it wasn't, um, I never felt like it was a burden, right? Like I was like, oh, now I have to go outside at four and go, go walk. Like it was never like that because I learned what, what really lights me up and what would really, I would really enjoy. So it never feels like a burden for me to go out at four o'clock and walk around. But- something like that, like maybe, maybe someone could take the essence of that and say, Oh, you know, I always feel really stressed at this time of day, or this day of the week is super stressful for me. So what can I do that would make me feel just as relaxed as eating would, um, instead of eating, what else can I do? Right? So like being in a community, you get to hear other people's lives, and learn from them and and hear, okay, how are they tweaking? And how are they filling up their life without food? Or what are their struggles? You know, what are their breakthroughs? And how am I
0: learning from them? And that's so important. That is very true. We need each other to kind of lean on and to build each other up. And it just, it makes a difference. It really truly does to have an accountability partner or a community of women that can support you. That's fantastic. I just love how you've introduced so many new concepts and things for us to just sit on for a minute. And so this is great. I think this is going to open the door to a new way of looking at our health and our nutrition and our weight loss goals. So thank you for coming on the show today and for sharing a little bit about all of this with us. Now tell us, how can we find you if we're interested in learning more? my business is called Health, Wellness, and Chocolate. And I um, am a weight loss expert.
1: So I help women lose weight for the last time. So if they just head over to healthwellnessandchocolate.com, they can uh, go ahead and check out the website. I have a ton of videos on there that they can look at. And um, they can always join up. I, I have a grocery list printable. It's like you know, a few meals that I put together that I make and I give you the grocery list for it. So it's totally free. They can get that on the website. And then I also have, it's called the health and wellness blueprint, which is my online course. And I offer it for a dollar trial for uh, seven days. So you can come in and see, this is what I teach inside there. Of course we go way deeper, but um, you know, I want people to try it out for a dollar, make sure they like it. (laughs) You know, I always say I, I like the, Barrier of entry to be as low as possible because I think when we want to try something new, and especially when it comes to weight loss and dieting, we are always so skeptical. And I'm like, all right, if they just try it for a dollar and they don't like it after seven days, they just don't have to do anything, right? They're, you know, it's just done and over with. But if they love it and they want to stay, I'll encourage them and um, offer a really nice discount, and then they're welcome to stay and have lifetime access to the program. So that's what um, that's what they can find at
0: healthwellnessandchocolate.com. Awesome. This is so great. I will include all of this information in the show notes. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to Don't Get Lost in the Laundry. Don't forget to check out my website at barbiejoe.com. And if you liked this episode, you've got to subscribe. I'd love to have you join me. Bye for now.